This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in. WIP Daily, Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone subscribing, following the podcast. Of course, our video feed here, 94 WIP, our YouTube page. Appreciate everyone watching and check out the video podcast there. And of course, subscribing the page myself tucker our wip daily podcast i hopes guys go birds clap your hands all on our youtube page plus a, a ton of content from the wip airwaves you can watch there on our youtube page so check that out all right we uh, we have a, a huge game this weekend you know as much as the last few games have been dramatic and really one of the greatest three game drama stretches in eagles history this next one and the one after are the biggest games of the Eagles season because home field and the division, you know, obviously what happens this week will impact what happens next week. If the Eagles drop this game to the Niners, all of a sudden the division is at play next week in Dallas. But the next two games really will decide the Eagles' fate in terms of playoff positioning in the NFC. They're going to the playoffs. I and mean, that, that's that's obvious. I don't even know if they really clinched yet or not. I saw some people saying they did. Whatever. They're, they're in the playoffs. We know that. It's about positioning. It's about the division. It's about home field. And, of course, it's about the 49ers coming in here this weekend. And it shocked a lot of people to see the Eagles listed as an underdog when it reopened. So the, the lines, they'll have look-ahead lines. Last week, just to give you a perspective on the look-ahead, before the Thanksgiving games were played, I think right after the Eagles had beat the the, uh, the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, the look-ahead line over at FanDuel in this game was Eagles minus one and a half at home against the 49ers. And the 49ers went out and played. They beat up the Seahawks on Thanksgiving night. The Eagles played and won in Eagle fashion the way they win on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. The game reopened with the 49ers now as the favorite. And we're sitting here today, and it's moving even more towards the 49ers. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites here in Philadelphia on Sunday in a rematch of the NFC Championship. Right, let me give you a little perspective on how rare this is. And then Tucker and I will discuss if, if this is fair. Like, does this make sense? Should the Eagles actually be underdogs? The 49ers, the 49ers deserve to be the favorite in this game uh, on Sunday at 425. So here's the here's the history of this. And it depends. And, and everyone's kind of trying to like research this and go back in a time and look at it. And you could find point spreads from back in the day. It's, it's a little bit harder when you go back, you know, past 20, 25 years, just the data. And obviously, who's keeping track and for the Internet, who, who, who kept where you find these things. But there's enough out there. You could find a, a lot on point spreads throughout the years especially the last 25 years. So, so here is what I, I have come up with, just by you know, reading different people, Action Network people, 
BetQL people. Like there's a bunch of people that are out there with betting content. And this is the first time in at least 20 years where a team is going to have their starting quarterback on the field. So no starting quarterback injury and not a week 17 or now a week 18 game where the starter sits the game. Where a team 10 and 1 or better, which is what the Eagles are, has been a home underdog, you know, in the regular season. Home underdog when it's quarterback playing in the game. So wipe out the final week of the year, wipe out any of the uh, you know, the game doesn't matter, we're sitting our guy. Jalen Hurts, the MVP favorite, is healthy, he's going to play on Sunday. He'll be on the field and the Eagles will be underdogs in this game. And I guess it could close the other way, but as of today, it's the Niners the favorite. I don't think it's going to close the Eagles as a favorite. Maybe it, it moves back towards the Eagles, but the Niners are almost certainly with that significant injury news this week, going to end a favorite. They're a two and a half point favorite right now. It'll be the first time in at least two decades that has happened. Now, ESPN bet the new betting service out there, the new sports book that they, their research and their, their thing is this has never happened in the Super Bowl era. I I'm not sure if that's true, but I know in the last 20 years, it isn't. I mean, you got to go back, you know, recent years, it's happened with teams on the road, but not at home. You know, the 2019 Niners were really good, but they went to Baltimore and, or maybe it was the other way around. Um, 2007 Packers in Green Bay, both 10 and one kind of teams. But again, someone was the, you know, the road team was the underdog. For t- to be a home underdog at this record is historic. The last time we had a team with this high of a winning percentage with their starting quarterback at home as an underdog was the 2004 AFC Championship game where the Patriots closed a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Pittsburgh against Big Ben as a rookie and the Steelers. Obviously, the Patriots won that game as the favorite, and they played and beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So this does not happen very often. So for everyone out there that is, like, ripping your hair out and, like, how, how is this possible? Well, you have a case because this doesn't happen. I mean, it, just, it just doesn't happen. And it's a unique situation, right? We have two really good teams, some – People might think the best team in the NFL is the 49ers. They're coming in here on Sunday to face a team with obviously the best record in the Philadelphia Eagles. So historic, unprecedented, it's all there. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yet I, I look at every data point of this and I understand it. I, I don't think it's crazy. In fact, if I was an odds maker, I would also have this line at least in this range. I mean, I, I might be a coward and just put it as a pick and let the market decide and let people bet on it. But I would not have the Eagles as a favorite just because they're at home. And I wouldn't have a favorite just because they are 10 and one while the Niners are eight and three. I, I have the numbers here in front of me and they are significantly weighed towards the 49ers. That doesn't mean the Eagles are going to not win the game. The Eagles win almost every game and they find a way and they were underdogs in, in Kansas city and they won and last week they're down, you know, by a 10 multiple times the bills they want. But it just the perspective of should the Eagles actually be underdogs in this game? Yeah, I, I understand where this betting line is coming from. So a couple of things, then we'll get to the rankings and we'll get Tucker's thoughts on a, a really fascinating matchup between two teams that pr- probably think they're each the best in the NFL. They each have their own claim to it. A 49ers team that has to feel like when they're healthy for two years now, nobody can beat them. I mean, literally when they've had... Purdy, Debo, Trent Williams, McCaffrey on the field, 
for the past calendar year, they're undefeated. They, they, the only time they've lost is when those that, that quartet, someone's missing from that. When they have their guys, their quarterback, who's very good, and I, I think he's actually underrated at this point. Their running back, who's obviously all-world, their top receiver, and maybe Ayuk's the top receiver now, but Debo's very good, and their left tackle. When they have those guys, they win. They're all slated to play this game on Sunday. So a couple of things I think are factoring in. Number one, the rest factor in this game. I mentioned on our you know, Birds of the Buy show at Chickies and Pizza a few weeks ago that the schedule makers did the Eagles a major disservice in over this stretch here. Not only is it compounding because you're playing good team after good team after good team, but the rest is totally the opposite of in the Eagles' favor. You know, the Chiefs-Eagles, it was even, so you, the buy kind of cancels out for everybody, and that actually probably helped the Eagles. But after that, short week against the Bills. Now, this particular game here, and it'll be the same next week when they play Dallas, the Eagles just played on Sunday. The Niners played Thursday, which means they have 10 days rest before kickoff. The Eagles are coming off a game on Sunday. And to add to that, the Eagles defensive players played over 90 snaps on Sunday. As a defense, they played over 90 snaps. Obviously, not every player had that many snaps, but the defensive backs did. And a guy like Reed Blankenship, who's still a young player on special teams, he was out there for 116 snaps on Sunday. So the Eagles players played somewhere between – Let's say, obviously, not everyone plays every snap, the rotation, whatever. You know, they're, they're rotating guys. Their defensive lineup played in the 60s of snaps. Their D-backs and linebackers played in the 90s of snaps. A guy like Blankenship, over 100 snaps. So that, combined with the Niners, you know, playing last Thursday, major disadvantage for the Eagles there. I think that factors in. And then you factor in the rankings. You factor in where these teams are right now. And I'll go through these offense, defensive penalties, and I'll stop where the Eagles are the team with the higher ranking, okay? If, if I don't say it's the Eagles, it means the Niners are the one right now that is ranked higher. DVOA, 49ers are second, Eagles are eighth. Let's go to the defensive side of the football. Yards per play allowed, Niners fifth, Eagles 16th. Third down defense, 21st versus 30th. Actually, that was interesting. Both these teams have not been great getting off the field on third down, but the Eagles 30th, only Arizona and Chicago worse right now. That was that That blew me away. I know – Obviously, this past Sunday contributed to that because the Bills just kept converting first down after first down. But the Eagles are towards the bottom of the NFL in getting off the field on defense. Passer rating against fourth versus 27th. I think you know who 27th is. Points allowed per game on defense. First, number one. San Francisco's moved to number one now. Eagles are 20th. Sack percentage. This might surprise you. 14th versus 21st. Neither of these teams are getting sacks at a high rate per snap. I mean, they probably have, you know, they're up there in, in sacks because they're, they're on the field a bunch. They have leads. They're good teams. But sack percentage in terms of dropbacks that turn into sacks, you know, Niners middle of the pack, Eagles close to bottom third, turnover margin. And this, I mean, this is the Eagles have skated by with this all year. Number one in the NFL is San Francisco. Number 19 is are the Eagles. All right. So in almost every category there, actually everyone, the Niners are better on defense. Offense, tied for third in points per game, 28.2. Yards per play, second for San Francisco, 10th for the Eagles. Third down conversion percentage, this is where the Eagles have an advantage, but it's slight. Third for the Eagles, fifth for San Francisco. So they both stay on the field, and that's a, a huge matchup to watch. Who could be better on third down Sunday? Because both these offenses stay on the field, both the defenses let teams stay on the field. Yards per rush, seventh versus 16th. Niners ahead. Yards per passing attempt. First for San Francisco, they're over nine yards per pass attempt for Purdy. Seventh for the Eagles, good, but, I mean, seventh versus first. 
Sack percentage, how often dropbacks turn into sacks for the offense. Both are not great. Purdy, 14th, middle of the pack, and Jalen Hurts, the Eagles, 21st. They take too many sacks. The one area the Eagles do have a, a significant advantage is, is penalties per game. Eagles are only 6th, the Niners 22nd. That could be an area to watch. It's, it's played a big role in the last couple of games, especially the Bills game. Bills had a ton of penalties. But I, I get it. I, I don't think the line – like on first blush, and we'll get Tucker's thoughts here, you say, wait a second, 10-1 and one team versus 8-3 team. The 10-1 and one team is at home. They have the MVP leader, front runner, favorite at quarterback. How could they not be favored? But you factor in the rest. You look at all these rankings. I mean, there's there's a real case to be made that right now today, the Niners have played at a higher rate throughout the season. Like their knockout punch has been higher than the Eagles. Then you throw the Lane Johnson injury. We'll see how he is. We'll see if Goddard comes back. I'm not surprised. Like you might want to bet the Eagles getting two and a half points because you just feel like they're going to win the game. But there's been this reaction like, how is this possible? And it is historic, but I, I don't think it's ridiculous that the 49ers are favored in this game when they've had their best players. They haven't lost for a year. That's how good they've been. I can't wait for this game because I feel like this is the first probably two we see this year. Tucker, what do you think? I mean, it, it was a little bit surprising when we saw the initial line. But boy, the numbers do point to the Niners in a lot of areas. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, yesterday or, or Sunday morning on ESPN, Rex Ryan kept talking about the Eagles don't really have a knockout punch, right? Like a lot of their games, they win, but they win by decision, right? They they go through and every game's a, a one-score game in the fourth quarter. And, and at the end, you look up and may not have the most impressive stats, but they come out ahead on the scoreboard. And you mentioned before that it's, it's been a one-score game in the fourth quarter for pretty much every game this season, except one where you compare that to the 49ers and the wins they have might be just as impressive as the Eagles, but the way they've won has been far more impressive, right? The way they just dismantled the Cowboys um, on Sunday Night Football in Dallas, the way they, they've played so well against everybody, as long as their team has been healthy, I kind of get it. Like, for a team like the Eagles, don't necessarily have a lot of style points. It, it, for a team that pretty much just survives and advances, and I think they do enough situationally to where – them getting outgained isn't that big of a deal, right? They're so great in the red zone. They're so great in short yardage. They're so great at these different situational things, such as, you know, long field goals with Jake Elliott, that they can get away with not gaining 400, 500 yards per game because they're so good at those key moments. But when you compare that to the 49ers right now, the 49ers, to me, have been the most impressive team of football over the last four weeks or so. Like, it, it makes sense. It's jarring. Because the Eagles are 10 and 1, and they're still atop pretty much everybody's power rankings. But if you just look at their resumes at face value, besides the wins and losses, 49ers have been a better team than the Eagles over the last five weeks or so. Uh, they have. And, and when they win, they score a lot of points. Now, the one thing that they don't do well, and they've never done well in the Shanahan era, and Purdy hasn't shown to do this yet, is they're not a comeback team. They get up on you, and they pile on, and they beat you. The Eagles are the comeback team. It'll be, if the Eagles have a lead in this game, can the Niners come back? That's an unknown. And then the opposite. Let's say the game plays out the way a lot of Eagles games have. Can the Eagles come back on the Niners? If they go down 10 to the Niners, can they beat them? Can they shut down Purdy and that offense while they're trying to come back? Can they force a turnover? All that kind of stuff. One other big thing on the spread and the game and just the, if you want to bet this, I found this astounding. So team in the last three decades, teams that have a 90 plus winning percentage, right? So where the Eagles are at, you got to be 10 and one, 11 and one, 12 and one or undefeated, th those kind of teams, 35% against the spread in week 13 or later. 
So, and that's about 60 games over three decades. So it's a pretty decent sample. Like the best teams in the NFL, basically every year, the best one or two teams every year for three decades. Let's say, yeah, that, that makes sense, right? Best two teams for three decades, that's 60 teams. When they get to this spot in the season, they do not cover spreads. So, so the odds, it tells me the odds makers have a good feeling on that team, whatever they are at that point, whether they're just totally dominant, like the 07 Patriots or they're more like this 2023 Eagles team that guts out wins. They typically don't perform well in this spot. Look, the Eagles have a real chance to win this game not on Tuesday saying they're not going to win the game. But if we're just talking about how are they underdogs in this game, I, I get it. I don't think it is crazy that they are underdogs to the 49ers. The 49ers have all the metrics, but the Eagles have this unbelievable ability to come back late in games. If they're down a touchdown or they're down 10, they've earned the benefit of the doubt. They might just do it again to the 49ers on Sunday. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following, of course, watching WIP Daily. We'll talk soon. Big game this weekend for the Eagles.